rolling. Shyamalan. <laughs> this week, I'm going to continue bitching about class. No. No. That, that sip shale. <laughs> but Latif said he's listened to the episode about glass, which will be out by the time this is out. And apparently I sound quite aggravated during it. It's really funny. <laughs> it is. I'm excited to hear it. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> that was a joke I had with my friends. Because they want to see it too. Um, what do they think? Well, Roy thought it was really boring. Mm-hmm. And Roy likes everything. <laughs> like, it's very hard for him, for me to get a bad review from him. That's why I don't ask him about movies a lot. Like, what else has he not liked? <sighs> Man. Like that Fantastic Four movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that one was a dud. Yeah. And... Honestly, he likes a lot of movies, so it's really hard for him to give me a bad review. So, mm-hmm. And he likes Split. Yeah, Split was great. So when when he was like, it was kind of boring, I was like, wow. Even you didn't Even like you it. you didn't like it. <laughs> but we just had this joke that, that M. Night was in the theater, yeah. and when the movie ended, he would just jump out at the audience and go, Shyamalan. <laughs> <laughs> and that was his way of being like, I gotcha. That's the twist. It's not good. <laughs> Could you imagine if he got to a point where he was so meta that his twist was that that wasn't the real movie and in two months the real movie comes out kind of thing? It was just a long trailer? No, it's like a total hoax. <laughs> oh. Yeah. And, oh, that'd be dumb. That'd be... You'd piss a lot of people off be like, I want a free ticket to the real movie. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be a really long production for a hoax like that. Yeah. And agreeing to get a studio to go along with that would be... Amazing, Shyamalan. <laughs> so waiting for that. Um, <laughs> right on to the next topic. <laughs> yeah. So this week we're not going to talk about M Night, even though he is arguably the greatest filmmaker of all time. This week we're going to talk about why you should or shouldn't make a feature, and on the flip, yeah, the flip side of that, why you should or shouldn't make a short film. Yeah. Yeah. Should we start with short films? Um, we don't sure. start with features. I kind of feel like we're going to bounce back and forth. You know? Okay. Like more tackle points and then say this one is maybe why you should do a short and why you shouldn't do a feature or vice versa. Okay. So we'll just kind of mix them. Yeah. Like, for example, the reason that this first came to mind was um, we were talking about production credits and how <clears throat> after we made... <coughs> After we made party stories, um, I was looking at grants, and a lot of them say you can't have made a feature film already, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it's kind of unfair because like I think, yeah, 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 I think and produced as well. Mm. Um, actually, it's straight producing because it's a producer's credit. Anyways, regardless, these say that you can't have made a feature film, and I think what they're what they're really going for with that is made a feature film with a budget, you know, you get like a, a B-list kind of star, but unfortunately it's not really worded that way, it's a blanket statement. So mm-hmm. guys like you and I that spent $5,000 on a feature are also exempt from that as well, which kind of really sucks, and it's something that I never would have thought. Would be a problem. Yeah, totally. Like, I would have thought, hey, I've made a feature, now maybe some of these credits are available to me now, and it's kind of the opposite, they've been taken away. 
So that got me thinking, like maybe there's other reasons that people shouldn't make features and should make shorts. And then, you know, there's obviously the flip side of that. So Yeah. Yeah. So let's explore some of those. So yeah, right off the bat, there's going to be credits and grants that you will be ineligible for as soon as you wrap your first feature. You can leave a a camera on a tripod for 90 minutes, call that a feature, and you're going to be exempt from it, which is just the reality of it, and it's something that I think everyone should know. And I think that's that actually speaks to the, maybe it's not a bad idea to go film a proof of concept short to get your feature made because you could get that grant along with maybe attracting other people to give you some money too. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, getting grants, mostly there are grants out there for feature films. Oh yeah. There aren't yeah. as many um, film grants for short films. Yeah, for sure. Um, and if there are a lot of it will be documentary stuff there are a lot of film contests so it doesn't exactly the same thing no no not at um, all I think when you look for grants particularly there for funding like an original idea yep when you do film competitions or contests um, a lot of the times they'll have rules or you have to input some sort of brand or something into the yeah video I find it's very largely like theme based like the theme has to be Themes, yeah. Yeah, running or, or self-realization. Yeah, it's something yeah, stuff like, like that. that. Um, yeah, so if you make a feature film... Uh, I was aware of this, too, because I worked mm. on some projects and, like, some... Uh, the director was going to just give me a producer credit. Yeah. Not, like, a producer, but, like, an associate producer credit just because mm-hmm. I did a lot of stuff on the project. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know if I want that credit. <laughs> Not because I didn't appreciate the the thought it's just I don't know if I really did anything that you could call producing yeah even though I did a lot of you know extra things on the film mm-hmm. but it might make me exempt from getting grants yeah just because I have a credit that I don't necessarily need yeah totally yeah so I think <laughs> that's one thing to think about as well um, if you're involved in a feature film or or any other production um, see if that makes you exempt from getting some sort of grant or some sort of participation in like a, a filmmaking fellowship or something yeah. like that. Yeah, and I think like another thing you should be not careful for, just mindful of, is a lot of the times like we we live and work in a world where we don't have any money. We're in the micro budget game. That's just how it is, right? So sometimes when you're involved in these kind of things, people will be like, well, you know, we don't really have money, but if you come on, we can make you an associate producer Mm -hmm. and like to anyone else that didn't know what we're talking about right now it's like you can give me that title in this movie that sounds awesome of course i'll do it but yeah the bottom line is it might hurt you more than it'll help you down the line yeah i actually remember when we were working on that infamous horror movie that you (laughs) talk about all the time on the podcast Mm -hmm. uh i called you and i was like hey like uh they want to give me and like lower tier producer credit what do you think and you're like honestly on these lower whether it be micro budget low budget things the only producer that's really going to matter that people really pay attention to is the top listed one mm-hmm. like it that's going to be what's going to get you the more meetings than anything if you're third or fourth tier producer like it's not really going to open that many doors for no. you and it's really true like even if someone was to come up to us and say hey man I've produced a feature and we checked it out and they're like the fifth producer Mm -hmm. it's like 
what'd you really do, man? <laughs> you're, you're friends with the director? Yeah. I mean, that was the, the thing on that other feature that I was going to get a credit on. There mm-hmm. were like seven associate producers, and I was like, I don't really know if I need that credit. Yeah. <laughs> it's not really going to do anything for me. So that's one reason, I guess, to not... Um, well, I guess that's not the... The producer thing's a separate thing we've just added, but mm. I guess that's one thing to consider <coughs> about making like a, a first feature film, is if you're kind of testing it and, and, and just seeing if it's, you know, something you want to do... Mm maybe make it as a short yeah um, because it might exempt you from getting grant money Mm -hmm. Uh, so that's that's one reason yeah um another reason that comes to mind right off the bat and like (laughs) i'll be the first to admit i'm not the greatest or the most uh handsome man in the world (laughs) well i mean that too but (laughs) no i'm not the best to be talking about this because i've never made a short like directed a short like i've been involved in them but you almost directed a short almost yeah i produced some too but um talking about how difficult it is oh yeah i was gonna say like i feel like it's gonna be a lot easier to make a killer five minute short than it's gonna be to make a killer 90 minute film you know like Mm -hmm. if you have a because you know five minute short film what is that going to be like two three scenes really mm-hmm. and then you can make those killer all the camera work everything really really good and that will arguably get you more eyes than if you drew that same thing out to a feature and it was like yeah like there's a couple scenes in here that are awesome but then there's a bunch of not so good scenes mm-hmm. i feel like and make a feature if your topic deserves and like tells you it wants to be a feature i know that sounds kind of weird mm-hmm. but it's true don't try and like if it wants to be a feature make it a feature if it doesn't want to be if it wants to be a short make it a short like don't try and cram it into something it doesn't want to be yeah i think it's like you, when you have a story it'll either very clearly become one or the other mm-hmm. and sometimes there might be a version that works for both yeah but you've got to be realistic about which one you really want to make mm-hmm. um I think you. I think most people just kind of know, like if they have an idea for a story, they know if it's going to be a feature film or a short film. Yeah, totally. And, and you might want to do that thing where you make like a, you know, a few scenes from your feature, or mm. you take like a version that feels like your feature, and you make it into a film, mm-hmm. kind of as like a a test. Yeah. Or even just like a, a little mini taste of what your film is going to be like, just to show mm. someone that might want to fund your film or make it mm-hmm. um, I think you've got to be careful with that though yeah yeah when you, when you make like a when you make a short film that's supposed to be um, kind of a, a stepping stone to a, a feature film that you want to make mm-hmm. you've got to make it really well yeah because if you definitely. don't do it justice then no one's gonna want to make your feature film for sure and they'll see that and be like yeah I don't want to make that. <laughs> you want me to pay to make 85 more minutes? <laughs> <laughs> That's awful. No, so, yeah, uh, there's some good examples out there. I think mm. the one... Do you remember the... Whiplash? Yeah, the one for Whiplash was good. Mm. I never saw it. I heard it was fantastic, though. Yeah, they used the same uh, guy. It, yeah, it's just a scene right out of it, isn't it? Yeah, um, but they've done it in a way where it feels like it could work really nicely as a, as a short film. It's so they, just... they did rewrite it for the short 
this that scene looks exactly like the one in the movie. Okay. It almost looks like they just t- took it and made it into a short film. So I think you can kind Transplant. of like yeah, you can dissect like a part of of the feature and make it into a short film. Mm-hmm. Um, I think because that scene has you know beginning, middle, and which end, scene did they use? It was a scene where the guy comes into the class for the first time, and the teacher's kind of oh, like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, you're pretty good. And mm-hmm. he's completely fucking with him. Yeah. By the end of it, he's just like, get out of here, you The one idiot. where he's like hitting him and everything? Yeah, he's about to chuck the thing at his head. Yeah. And he feels like an asshole at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, that scene they took and they did the short. And then mm-hmm. they came back and did the feature. So yeah. that's an example of something that works really well. Mm-hmm. And then there is the, if you've ever seen the movie Half Nelson, have you seen that with Ryan Gosling? I don't even know if I've heard of it. Oh, that's, it's a great, great indie film. It's it's where Ryan Gosling first got kind of noticed. As oh, so an it's actor. like twenty years old, kind of thing. Yeah, it's an older film. Yeah, um, he got an Oscar nominated for that role. Really? Yeah, he was playing like a. So this is pre Notebook. Oh yeah, before all that, <laughs> this was like when he was skinny and mm-hmm. didn't look like a movie star. <laughs> he just looked like that dude at the supermarket. Yeah. Um, he plays like a kind of struggling uh teacher who's uh fighting like an addiction okay um but he's also very he seems just like a good person Mm -hmm. but he's clearly got some issues that he hasn't dealt with um but they made a short film of of that feature called uh goannis brooklyn i think okay um i think it's just a neighborhood and that that feature they used to make into the sorry that short they used to make into the feature film but Mm -hmm. it was really really successful um, uh, project. So, and what do you think made that so successful? <laughs> it's the impact. You know, you you make a really, you make a really strong short film, and you don't really worry about. I think you've got to be very careful about when you make a short film if you're gonna do the thing where you're like, you know, let's make a short film and and try to get into the festivals, and you do all the things that people look for in short films. And sometimes you might sacrifice the actual film just to please programmers or something. Yeah. You know, you obviously you want to make something... Do you think that's a bad thing, though? Yeah. Yeah? If you, like, were to give away a, um, a crucial part of the movie in the short? No, no, I don't... I don't no, not that. I, I think if you're going to make a feature, your short can do whatever you want it yeah, to because they're completely the separate things I, I mean like you shouldn't make your sh- your short film to please programmers mm-hmm. so you shouldn't do it because you think it will be a festival hit I think that's a stupid idea hey, I, think, I don't think you should ever do anything for that reason no well tons of people do <laughs> yeah it's like the chasing trends thing by the time you do that the trend's already gone you know yeah um, if you think your thing is going to be like a festival darling or something like that I think you've, you're making a mistake you've got to make a film because you believe in the film because um, at the end of the day like no one's going to buy your film because they think it's a good film festival film that makes mm-hmm. no sense and yeah. it needs to be something that is going to reach an audience that that actually has an effect on someone because um, like, you're selling your film to humans mm-hmm. <laughs> you know you're not going to have like an audience full of festival programmers that's just a very weird way to think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't make your film festivals... Sorry, don't make your films 
for film festival people. I think people can tell when that happens too. It's like they they watch it and it's like there's not much passion here. Like I think you just took what you thought people would like mm-hmm. and crammed it into a film. Like I think I see that a lot though. Yeah, and like not just in movies and it happens all the time in music. Bands will come out with like a yeah, this this album is a little bit more radio friendly and it always sucks. <laughs> always sucks cuz you can tell they just watered themselves down and they stopped saying I really like this this is where my passion is and they said I bet you that could get on the radio let's write something like that yeah that's the thing that you've got to not trap yourself in and it's Mm -hmm. easy to do it with film because even even like the festival film festival thing it all seems so independent and artsy and weird Mm -hmm. that you'll kind of trick yourself into thinking that I'm still an artist, but you can still pander <laughs> to the to the people who program festivals and mm. and make this like kind of monster film that's supposed to please everyone, which will never happen. You've got to yeah. make the film that you want to make. Yep. And and here's the beauty I think of making film festivals, which is another benefit as opposed to making a feature film. There's you no mean rules. Making short films. Yeah, to make a short yeah. film. There's no rules. You don't have to follow anything. <laughs> Yeah, um, even structure. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, because at the end of the day, like people make feature films, and they think of like a lot of things, like how can I sell this and all that stuff. But short films, you probably won't sell it. No, short. Yeah, that's one thing too. Like right off the bat, if you're gonna make short, accept it will make zero dollars. You will never make any money, and that's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. Like the two said, you can do whatever you want. Well, I won't say you won't ever make any money because you can mm. make some cash with short films, but yeah. you never expect to make a lot of money from short films. Mm. But the goal is to make something that's kind of whatever. It's like completely against culture. Mm. It's kind of rebellious and creative and subversive and weird. It's yeah. your own thing. That's it's the you, idea. Man. That's why you want to make short films. Mm-hmm. With feature films, as soon as you think about making a feature film, there are all these things that come along with it. So making a short film gives you a freedom that feature films don't. Yeah. So I think that's another benefit. If you're doing something kind of avant-garde and weird and out mm. there, and even if it's not, even if it's just a story that you think will never become a feature, a short film is a great way to just get it out of you. Yeah, totally. Like uh, With features, they always say like, you have to know your audience. Like, who's going to watch this movie? And I think you don't have to worry about that with shorts, because with features, it's like, who's going to commit an hour and a half to three hours of their life to watch this? Short, it's like, everyone's got three minutes. (laughs) No one cares. They'll watch something. They don't care what it is, as long as it's cool and it attracts them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, short films are are very accessible. Like... Mm -hmm. It only takes a few minutes for you to get into it. Yeah. I think feature films, there's so much set up and there's all this story and and background information you have to get across to people that it can become difficult to get into it with a short film. Mm. The nice thing is they just go. <laughs> they just get into it. And yeah. you don't have to really worry about like figuring out who the hell this is and that is. You probably won't know any of the characters' names and you won't even need to remember them. Because yep. it just happens so quickly. That's yeah. a nice thing about short films. Um, but the great thing is, like, the energy that is behind the short film stays with you. Mm-hmm. Like, I watched a really great short film this morning. Um, 
uh, from a filmmaker I really like. And what is it? It's called Wasp. Mm-hmm. It's by a female director named Andrea Arnold. She's from the UK. Cool. Um, uh, she made a really great film called Fish Tank that I saw uh, a long time ago. But that was just a really good movie. I think Wasp might have been like a little bit of a precursor to Fish Tank. Cool. Um, but that was just a really great short film. And it was like 25 minutes. It was long. Mm-hmm. But by the end of it, I was like, that was really, really good. Um, and it kind of broke all the filmmaking rules. It did did things that you wouldn't normally do. And Like what kind of stuff? You know, it kind of had a weird moving camera. It was always kind of like going places and never really had that many wide shots. It was always kind of focused on faces and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think it was shot on film too. It looked really beautiful. Sweet. Um, yeah, but uh, that's the beauty of short films. Like You can do whatever you want. Yeah. I think, like, for me, I haven't written that many shorts, but the shorts I have written, I really enjoy writing them because I think shorts, like, compared to feature from a writing standpoint, a short is just a really, really strong A story. Like, you don't really cut around to shorts. It's not like, oh, man, we've been on this character for 15 minutes. We should probably take a break from him, see what our other characters are up to. It's like, no, just give me five, ten minutes of an awesome A story. Mm-hmm. beginning middle end you don't even need to do beginning middle and end but like i'd say most short films are just straight a stories good a stories however you want to tell it and like you said it's good you don't need to set up a lot of exposition your first act can be five seconds if you wanted to <laughs> somehow i don't know how but you know you can do just a little bit of exposition explore some things sweet ending done and like it can be really really satisfying yeah I think if you've got one good concept, then that's enough to make a short film. Mm-hmm. You've just got to execute it. Um, and you could really l- limit the the things that you need with a short film. You could decide to do it with very little sound. Yep. Um, you could decide to do it with very minimal crew and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. You just want to do it with an actor, then find an actor you like and go out and shoot something. Yeah. Um, you can be a lot more experimental with short films. I think that's a great way to test your test your ability, but also just to see who you are as a filmmaker. Like, what do you like to do? Do you like to use handheld camera? Do you like to use tripods? Are you more of a, you know, stoic filmmaker? Like, what do you want to do? Mm-hmm. Um, with feature films, you've got to know what you're doing already. <laughs> yeah. It's really not a great place to experiment. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know another I, I say a benefit to making feature films is you get to really nail down a story or something that you're feeling and and kind of get it all out of your system yep um, it's hard to do that maybe with like five ten minutes sometimes yeah um, especially sure. if it's very heavy subject matter or something that's just um more complicated something with a lot of characters or something like that yeah well that boils down to like what we said earlier of listen to what your script wants to be you know yeah if you've got 15 characters odds are it's telling you hey man I don't want to be a short (laughs) (laughs) there's no space for us (laughs) yeah yeah totally in these seven pages (laughs) um another benefit to making a short is you can make five of them in a year Mm -hmm. with a feature you know like this new one we're working on we were just working on earlier today we've been working on that since not 
last May, the May before that. Mm-hmm. So we're going on 22 Two months. Yeah. Yeah. And we're still not done. Yeah. Yeah, how many short films you can make in 22 months? <laughs> can make one a month. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally, if you wanted to. Um, yeah, the... You don't need a whole lot of dedication towards it. I mean, you still do need that. You, you need to have passion. You need to have the drive to do it. But mm-hmm. you can do that many more times over in shorts than you can with features. And I think that's not something that should be dismissed, you know? Like you said, it's a great way to experiment. Yeah. I mean, even even just deviating a little from that, I'm finding I'm really... I'm really trying to get back into the filmmaking kind of by myself. Mm. Like, I don't... I'm, I'm like... Part of me is like... You know, I just don't want to work with people. Because, <laughs> like, I think this is the thing that everyone is always talking about. And I'm sure I've said it, or we've talked about it on this podcast, and it's that film is collaborative. Yeah. And I'm like, I hate that. <laughs> I don't like working with people. I just want to do it myself. Yeah. I, I think that's why I'm... I mean, you could kind of see that, like, that's why I'm always doing so much in the process I'm editing and I'm shooting and I'm doing Mm -hmm. this and that but it's just because I like doing all that stuff but like I'm trying to make a short film and I'm like oh I need to hire this guy and do this and I'm like "Ah, I wish I could just do it alone (laughs) you know so I could just do it and and not have to worry about other people because like the problem is like other people aren't excited about your film as you are yeah so that being said, I'm just like, I don't even want you around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want no random sound guy. Don't need a PA. They don't really care about the thing I'm trying to make. So how about just me and the actor? So I'm trying to think of how can I just make it me and the actor? Mm-hmm. So I can just make the film without worrying about things. Because I'm pretty confident I could get the the lighting and all that stuff right. Yeah. But I don't think I'd be able to do that in a feature right away. So if I decide to be just make like a five minutes short with one actor yeah yeah you get away with it yeah I mean it'd be a lot easier if you were like I'm gonna shoot two days just me and an actor you know I only need ten minutes of footage compared to I need two hundred minutes of footage and yeah. we gotta shoot for three weeks yeah yeah it's it's just a um kind of freeing to do it that way I guess mm. that's I'm I'm a little like Right now, I'm like super. I have no interest in making a feature film right now. Oh, that's fair. Which is just because, like, of. uh, I think just because of uh, the complications of it. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, even going back four years, like, on on my mind was just like, I just gotta make a feature or something. Mm -hmm. And then just recently, I've been like, I don't wanna make a feature film. Yeah. Just too many things involved. That's fair. I mean, if, like, shorts, you know, you've got that script that you really want to make, if that's what's calling you. Yeah. Like, we were just saying, follow the passion. That's what you want to do. Make it. Yeah, yeah. It's just short films, I think, uh, right now, are just the most exciting thing in my mind, just because mm-hmm. I don't have to think about, um, you know, selling it. I don't have to think about, like, trying to get a distributor and all that other yeah. crap. I can just make my film and just be done with it yeah. <laughs> um yeah so 
I think there's kind of a, a freedom to, to doing a short film as well. You just don't have to think about all the things that come after it. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is make your film, then you can show it to people, send it to festivals, whatever you want. Yeah, and you're done. And you're done. In like three, four months. And, you, and then you can make another one. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's a, just, just a great way to get better as a filmmaker mm. and not worry too much about the business side of it yeah because that I think that's the side of filmmaking that really just can um, it's wear you down I I mean I feel like that's the part of filmmaking that makes features difficult it is it really is especially if you're an artist if you're someone who likes the art form and you Mm -hmm. and you like the the expressive nature of filmmaking as soon as your mind gets even like slightly tipped to the idea of business and film you're like fuck yeah what is this shit <laughs> and it's it's muscles you don't regularly stretch right like i was doing more looking into how we're going to release party stories this morning just every keystroke i'm like i don't want to do this <laughs> i'll give anything if someone came up to me and they're like I'll do this for you. Take fifty percent of any profit. And be like, please, for the love of God, go ahead, take this. I don't want to do this. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the beauty of having a distributor, I guess. Yeah. Well, yeah. If if you're able to ever get your film in front of a distributor, or if they have any interest, mm-hmm. that's one thing where it just takes away. I mean, this is for shorts and features. If you get your project to a distributor, they take care of all that shit. Yeah. Like their job is to sell your film. Mm-hmm. And then you just have to give the master to them. Yeah. And then they will do all the work from there. But if you don't have a distributor and you're trying to sell your film to a buyer, you're just going to have a ridiculous amount of time. Yeah. Like a a very difficult time to do it, like doing it. And you're probably going to have to spend a lot of money doing it as well. Yeah. Because distributors take a percentage of your... Yeah, some of them take upfront fees too. Some of them do. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, it's a lot cheaper than going directly to a buyer. Oh, um, yeah. And if you're making a feature film, it just gets even worse. <laughs> um, <laughs> for short films, it's not as bad, especially now in the digital age. It's a lot easier to give your project to someone. Um, yeah, I, I... Right now, I think if you're going to make a film, definitely start with a short film. Even if you want to make a feature film, yep. just put aside for like two minutes, think of another short film idea, and try to do that first. Yeah, I mean, we've talked a lot about Richard Linklater on this show, right? And yeah. I remember reading that he made hundreds of shorts mm-hmm. before he went and made Slacker. Well, I guess he had one, a feature before Slacker. Yeah. But that's the the, the, the really lesser known one. But still, yeah, he credits that. Like, you know, I tried a whole bunch of different things and I learned that my style was, I just want to put a camera on a tripod and let the actors act. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. The bottom line is... He tried a bunch of stuff, and he found how he wants to make movies. Yeah. And he's a god at it. So clearly it went all right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm finding a lot, too. Like, the films that I watched growing up mm-hmm. really had, like, a big impact on how I like to shoot things. Mm-hmm. And I was just, you know, going back to, you know, the short film that I saw this morning, Wasp, to, like, a bunch of other projects, like... Those are all things that I, like images I remember from like first watching movies of mm-hmm. things that are like, I thought were cool. Yeah. Or things that I liked or things that spoke to me. 
and I really like to just kind of be with the camera when I shoot. Yeah. Like I, I hate using um, complicated camera rigs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like using cranes and drones and all yeah. that stuff. I just I don't enjoy it. Yeah. I really like to be like with the camera and then the actor in front of me. Yeah. Um, and I think that really lends itself to um, trying different things. So shooting different projects, doing some shorts, doing working on some features. Hmm. Um, to learn what you like to do because you'll never know like from day one yeah. you'll have to really experiment with it because um, one of the films I made we used a lot of camera equipment and I just Which remember uh, when I made Renaissance oh yeah we used like cranes and all this stuff and I was like felt that it was like I'm really happy with the end product but I'm like the feeling of making that felt very like robotic <laughs> mm-hmm. you know just because it was so so much technical equipment and I really hate making films where I feel disconnected from everything I like to be in it mm-hmm. if that makes sense yeah totally because um, you have to enjoy what you do even if mm. your film is good and you hated making it yeah you know you're not going to want to do it again <laughs> yeah that's totally fair you're always going to be a little sour on it yeah mm. uh, and that's that's why if you're making short films you have so much more control you mm-hmm. can really get your hands dirty yeah and do things and and be in positions where you mm-hmm. normally wouldn't with a feature for example um I've given a lot of points why you should make a short film <laughs> <laughs> but I think like the bigger point kind of really comes across too for features like there's a lot of reward to be had but mm-hmm. it's gonna be a lot of work man yeah a lot of work and it's very easy to screw up <laughs> yes and do and do it poorly like For you have sure. to really really be sure and ready that you're gonna get that you're gonna get something that you like mm-hmm. coming out of it yeah um before you go into it because yeah. if you're the type of filmmaker that requires a team it's gonna be even harder because there's gonna be so many moving parts yeah, and you'll need so much more money. Yeah. Um, if you're... I guess if you're someone like me where you like to do a lot of it, it might be a little easier. But that being said, you have to be very honest with yourself about how much you can handle. Yeah. Because if you... Because, like, I sound crazy whenever I say this. I do, like, a bunch of different positions in film. Mm-hmm. But because I really like doing them. And I think I'm pretty good at them. Yeah. But if you just, like, you're like, I like to do this and that, and you're not really good at, like, six of them, (laughs) and you just make something really bad, it's your fault. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's fair. So you've got to be honest with how much skill you have, technically. Yeah. And if you don't have, like, um, a lot of, like, technical background, and you're going to try to make a feature film by yourself, you might want to get, like, a partner. (laughs) Or just someone that you can bounce some ideas off of. Yeah. Like, I wrote a short over the holidays. Um, I saw a sweet location, thought about it for like eight hours, then wrote a short in 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's a hell of a lot easier <laughs> than doing five drafts of a feature. Yeah. If you're if you're unsure, then you're probably not ready. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know? I feel like a feature film is such a big thing to take on that if you feel like you're ready... And you're like, without a doubt, sure, you're like, this is the thing I'm going to do. Then you yeah. then you might have a chance. Yeah. It's like looking at a tidal wave. 
<laughs> you know? I'm doing that. Yeah, it's like, do you have your surfboard or do you not know how to swim? <laughs> yeah. You know, like, you gotta be, like, ready to, to, to jump into it. Yeah. Having said that, too, there is something that, like, with party stories, I had never directed a short. And I was like, let's do a feature. <laughs> Somewhat bull, bullishly, bullheadedly, however you want to say it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there are mistakes in party stories. There's things that didn't turn out the way we quite wanted them to. But it was a huge learning experience. And I think the reason that we're... Like, I'll just speak from my shoes. The reason I was able to come away from that movie... Like, there's a lot of good in it, too, and I'll defend a lot of it, you know, forever. But the reason I was able to come out of it with such a positive perspective was, okay, we threw a lot of stuff at the wall. There was a lot of good there. Some of it didn't quite work. How can I make the stuff that wasn't good better? And how can I do a next movie really, really well? So I think if you have that mentality mixed with, I'm going to do the feature, and nothing's going to stop me, then it's probably a benefit. Having said that, you know, I'm sure there's an alternate universe out there where I did a short, and I was like, man, I'm so glad I did a short and not a feature. (laughs) It's impossible to say, but if you're going to almost foolishly dive straight into a feature... Just know it's gonna. You're gonna need a lot of dedication, and there's gonna be spots where you're just running blind, like you don't really know what you're doing, but you gotta figure it out, or else this movie you've been working on for eight months isn't gonna come together. Yeah. Where if that was a short, I'd be like, "Man, I'm at a blind spot." Eh, I've only been working on it for a week and a half. Eh, we'll get there, and it takes one day to overcome the hurdle instead of three weeks, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, like making. The feature can be really, really good, too. It's just a matter of, I guess, know what you want, how much you want work you want to put towards it to get it. And if you're ready to do those things. Yeah, I mean, that being said, I, I personally have never made a feature film. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I have no urge to right now. Because mm. I don't think I have the right thing to turn into a feature. Yeah. But even if I did, I have no idea how I would make it. <laughs> so, I'm very, very content with making short films right now. I just think it's something that's very exciting. Um, you know what? It's just because I haven't been seeing a lot of interesting things. <laughs> mm. Just in general. I don't mean like in movie theaters. I think there are filmmakers making some really cool stuff. Yeah, totally. All the time. I'm not seeing that many interesting short films nowadays. Mm-hmm. Anything kind of... You can fill that gap. Well, I mean, that's kind of what I want to do. I just want to make some interesting, weird short films that... That do that. Um, that being said, I'm not really going to film festivals and watching short films yeah but that would be very difficult to do I guess I have to look online and see if I could see any yeah but I'd love to see some international short films so if our listeners have any short films or links to short films just tag me on Instagram what's your Instagram handle is that what it's called yeah it's at latif underscore eight that's easy 
Yeah. <laughs> just be like, look at this film. And if it's bad, then I'll block you. <laughs> I wonder what the teeth thought of my short film. Where'd the teeth go? <laughs> oh no, I can't find them. I wanted to send them my other 17. <laughs> just on a side note, I looked into... Um, I was saying I was looking into how we're going to release party stories. And one thing I hadn't looked into was how to put it up on iTunes independently. There's all kinds of distribution companies, and you can pay the online ones. They'll put it up for you. But I was like, why can't I just do it myself? Do you want to know the first stipulation to putting a feature film up on iTunes by yourself? Mm, The first stipulation? Uh, You have to have lots of money. (laughs) No, but I'm sure they encourage that. The first rule slash stipulation whatever you want to call it is you have to have at least five theatrically released feature films or 100 independently released feature films that's impressive that's insane (laughs) no problem I got a hundred features lying around and if not then you need a distributor yeah then you gotta go through you know that's fair though yeah 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 it is fair well I say it's fair because the online stores are usually pretty reputable so they wouldn't yeah. just let anything up yeah they don't want crap cause like Craig from next door who made like a piece of shit could like try to sell <laughs> you his movie yeah and then you'll buy it cause it's got a nice poster and you'll mm. be like that was so bad <laughs> and then iTunes looks stupid yeah so I I get it mm-hmm. you've gotta have I guess you gotta have some barriers if you're gonna try to sell something to people yeah absolutely yeah. yeah, just another thing to think of if you make a feature. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, you can make money with short films, though. If you're able to, you know, get it to the right places. Mm. Like uh, like with Renaissance, there's a thing called the Real 13 Film Challenge or something. Okay. And they put your films up against two other films. Mm-hmm. And if you get the most votes, then they play your film on a TV channel. Sweet. In New York. I think the station's called Real 13. I don't know what it's called. But they give you 150 bucks, and then they pay play your film on TV. Sweet. Which is not a lot of money, but it's still pretty cool. And it is better than zero. Yeah, so. Yeah. But that's like a very small thing. You could make more money with short films, but don't expect it. It's just more of a bonus. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Cool. All right. Yeah. yeah. What's this episode brought to you by, Latif? It's brought to you by Glass. Directed by M. Nitch. No, it is not! Uh, it's brought to you by Pippa.io, P-I-P-P-A.io. They're our podcast hosting service. They're cheap, they're awesome. Check them out. I think that's going to be a running joke on our podcast. What's that? Every time you ask me who it's brought to you by, I'm just going to say something else. Always glass or always something different? No, something different. And then people always expect it at the end of the podcast. They'll be like, oh, what's he going to say this time? Because <laughs> last time I said the Urban Sombrero. Or something like the that. The Urban Sombrero is pretty awesome. Yeah. If they sponsored our podcast, I'd be really, really dumb. I want Jay Peterman to be a guest. <laughs> I just came back from Bama. <laughs> <laughs> Elaine! <laughs> Apparently I do a good, like, a, a good hysterical Jerry. You know you when do? he gets that high pitch voice? What do you mean? You know when he like gets really like aggravated and yells in that high pitched voice? You mean George? 
No, Jerry. No. He's Kramer. <laughs> you, know, you know that voice? Shockingly, no. No? No. Well, I'm like a diehard Seinfeld fan. So, so am I. I'm like, episode. how do I not know this? Kramer, get a life on the bridge. <laughs> you know that voice? No. All right, someone's going to know it. Send me some links. <laughs> i got to find the episodes where he starts yelling like that. Do it. Or, or he does it on stand-up. I don't know. Well, I'll, I'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll find it. We'll find it. All right, until next week, see you guys later. <laughs> Filmcraft! <laughs>